welcome back to Network Root. I'm Chris. And I'm Chloe. Why have we got a link to a Twitter article? Because it's linked to a Twitter article. Do you want to explain? There's not much to explain. It says Apple unveils the 5G enabled iPhone 12. Okay, thank you for explaining. That that was All right. That was like <laughs> It says the tech company revealed its new iPhone 12 on Tuesday with access to 5G wireless networks during their online-only event on October 13th. This is not an article. Huh? Yeah, it is. Why do we have the Twitter link in the the doc? That's so weird. Um, Because the Twitter link is what I added to DS. Okay. Okay, so here's everything Apple have just announced at the iPhone 12 event. Mm-hmm. Uh, Apple have wrapped up the iPhone 12 event. Here's the four new iPhone 12 models, all of which support new 5G. Announced that the new smart home speaker called the HomePod Mini. So that, that sounds a lot like just the mini version of Alexa or the mini Google Home. Google Home Mini. Pretty yeah. sure it's called a Google Home Mini. Very creative of them there, right? Yeah. Uh, some new fun accessories for the iPhone that use magnets to attach them. What? Fun accessories. Here are some highlights. It shows you the prices as well, by the way, if you pick up. Oh, let's have a look. What the iPhone SE is, iPhone XR, and then iPhone 11, iPhone 12 mini, iPhone 12, iPhone 12 Pro. So the, the, like the, Pro and the Pro Max versions of the phones are like around the same price, right? Sure. Pretty sure it was like 1000 1100 Yeah, about that, yeah. I think it might have been 1200 for the Pro Max originally, but you know, um, like for the 10 Pro Max. Whatever. And then obviously it shows you carrier and chip structure as Apple 5G. Alright. That's not very and exciting. It's just more just Apple news. Have any of these products you're excited about? Oh no, I just thought I'd just thought, you know, what we should. There, yeah, that's it's what like we a, Apple and that's like a big mini. ball. It is a big ball. It doesn't look very like discreet for your table, does it? I guess it's Apple. They don't want it to be. They don't really discreet. want it to be discreet, do they? I don't know. I don't know. I just thought it's worth mentioning that Apple are making. I mean, more products. The only use for me for a smart home speaker is either music or smart home automation. Sure. And Alexa's the only one. Google Home, Google Assistant's not as bad anymore that it used to be. It has most of the stuff integrated, but like I'm pretty sure Siri, like, that's not got anywhere near the smart home integrations that you'd need for someone in a house. Is it not? No. And, like, maybe other people have their own preferences and stuff, but sure. I like it to be as hidden away as it can physically be. You do. <laughs> if you don't, if you, if I can have a nothing on the side that's like an, a gadget, then I will have that. Mm-hmm. So, I, I don't know. It I looks mean, a bit ostentatious the only thing that's interesting is that it's going to be 5G, 5G network. Announces MagSafe for iPhone for attaching accessories and wireless chargers. 
This is that what it is. The new accessories, which include a wallet and case that can show the time, simply snap onto the back of the phone. Yeah. I mean, 5G is still years out. It's, it's not, I feel even stupid talking about it. Obviously, we talk about it at university and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's just so far away. Like, I don't even get 4G everywhere yet. You not? No. Oh. Like, like, very frequently, it switches to, like, non-4G. Oh. So, to think that anytime soon that I'm going to have 5G, even 10% of the places that I go is just Bonkers. ridiculous. Yeah, it's just not going to happen. <laughs> sure. Maybe, like, the only thing I can think of them doing with it, because obviously 5G is much smaller, you've got a much smaller wave, right? Sure. You you understand anything about, like, radio waves? Not really. So, your TV signal, right? Sure. It's a very, very long wave, so it can travel a long distance. Mm -hmm. So, the the more, the shorter the wavelength is, Mm -hmm. like, when you go to microwaves and, like, these millimeter wave things, which are, like, a higher frequency. So, like, take the home Wi-Fi. You probably understand that. You know you've got a 2.4 gigahertz network and a 5 gigahertz one. Yeah. Your mum and dad, I think, has one. Sure. Oh, you've got two that you can sign into. Yeah, you do, yeah. The the one with a, a longer wave is the 2.4 one. Okay. So there's double the amount of space in the air for that same amount of data, it's right? It's one like... Ours is five. But what I don't that, think I get five on it. What in reality that means is that the 2.4 gigahertz network can travel a lot farther. Okay. The, sh- the, sh- the more compressed is it is, the I less distance it can go. No, that's because that's what, what network's upstairs. That's to get around not needing a 2.4 gigahertz network. We've oh. just got two beacons. Oh, okay. Sure. I already get it, but but sure. Yep. Sure. Basically, sure. the sure. higher the frequency you go, the lower the distance it will be able to travel. Okay. So for the 3G, could travel further but carry less data mm-hmm. than 4G. 4G can travel further but carry less data than 5G. That means 5G can travel to very very little distance for what it is okay like there's people reported like being like literally turning around and it can't even travel through your body oh. it'll just lose signal oh, that's really bad. <laughs> yeah. sure? like so i can see it being implemented into you know like an arena like um like a theater in london or something yeah where you walk in and there's like 500 people there hmm. so every like, everyone gets a 5G signal but okay. like as soon as you walk out you'll be back on 4G like, that's how I imagine it being okay like, sure. I, I don't see or like an, in a football stadium or something having a mask so it doesn't congest the regular network having so many devices in one place how much is the iPhone 12? 700 according to this is that 
um, US. Yeah. What's but, it's, but it's going to be 700 in the UK. It's always how it happens. Is that what it is? Okay. Yeah. There's, many, there's numerous factors for it, but... No. Should we... It's always cheaper in America. Sure. Anything else you wanted to talk about with that? No, no, I just thought it was interesting. Sure. I just thought it would be, in, like, not interesting, but, like, it was worth mentioning that they've announced it, the FN12 event. It might be worth putting the uh, article link in next time, not the Twitter. I don't know how to do that. Oh, so, CN, so NECA and NVIDIA have teamed up for the European Exercise Computer for AI. NVIDIA will build the world's fastest AI supercomputer. So, like, I've seen a bunch of these stories lately. I've seen Intel building the fastest supercomputer. I've built AMD, have got contracted to build the fastest one. Mm-hmm. And now NVIDIA are building the world's fastest AI-capable, like, supercomputer. There's so many people building new ones. Like, I've literally no idea anymore which which is, right. which is the actual fastest one. Who's... I'm so confused. Who's Sin, Sin Um, I actually don't know. Oh. Do, do you want to Google it? Can do. The largest Italian computing center, one of the most important worldwide, it operates a technological transfer sector. It's a non-profit consortium made up of 70 Italian universities. Okay, so it's a it's a group of universities. Okay, basically, that's what it is. Okay, I mean it does literally say right there an inter university consortium and major computing center. So I I could have just read the next line and understood that. Sure, maybe they've announced plans to build the world's fastest AI supercomputer, an upcoming Leonardo Leonardo the upcoming Leonard O system. Will use nearly fourteen thousand NVIDIA A one hundred graphics cards sure. for the variety of high performance computing tasks. The peak performance will hit ten FP sixteen exaflop, which is a lot. Okay. Supercomputer will be based on the XH two thousand supercomputer node, each carrying the answer, an unknown Intel Xeon processor, four A one hundred graphics GPUs. InfiniBand, yeah, 32 of them on HPC. Pretty cool. Who's going to have access to this? Is this going to be for, like, literally students? No. Do you no plan idea. to use it for drug discovery? Okay. Space exploration and research. So it's going to be available to the uni students, basically. Okay. In the universities. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Quite naturally, the massive number of and is there anything else in here? Just in about Nvi- yeah, anything. Nvidia believe AI machine learning are critical for today's supercomputers. Yeah, sure. Well, it is depending what you want your computer to do. That's, I, again, I added this partially because I've seen so many articles lately of we're building the fastest supercomputer in the world, and it's like, well. You can't all be making the fastest one. No, but they all could be building one. <laughs> yeah, they're all building them. But... It doesn't mean they're all going to be the fastest. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Does that make sense? It's, uh, 
Very confusing. Mm. It is indeed. What anyway, is moving on. XFX China gets rid of almost all <laughs> Radeon RX cards to mining farms. XFX China reportedly gets rid of almost all of its graphics cards <laughs> to mining people. It's about to launch RDNA 2 graphics cards with the breaking news from my drivers that they sold all of them to oh. crypto miners. Okay. No confirmation yet, but the machine translated. According to the information received throughout September, XFX did not receive, did not give several agents graphics cards. Almost all mainstream models on the market, such as RX 580, RX 590, 5600 XT, 5700, are out of stock. Okay. As for the reason, it is said that XFX received these chips from AMD. They directly sold them to miners, completely becoming mining cards, causing the agents to not get the goods at all. Okay. It's very interesting. Do you know what we're talking about here? No. You know what? You know Bitcoin mining and stuff, right? I know what Bitcoin mining is, yeah. That's what they're saying. They're, in China, people who mine crypto just bought the entire supply well, of, of, of graphics cards for mining with. Because oh. you, you can mine, obviously not actual Bitcoin, you can mine like alternate like crypto coins with graphics cards. Okay. So XFX was just selling their entire supply <laughs> in China to these these companies which are set up just to, to mine. To mine for cryptocurrency. Sure. I just have warehouses and warehouses full of graphics cards, essentially. Sure. <laughs> Running twenty four seven. Oh yeah, I found that kind of funny. Um, it'd be interesting to see, you know, after all the promises AMD made. Oh, we, we we'll have supply. We'll definitely have supply. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Like, if this is like strong. what they're doing, and like almost all of their cards are in the China Chinese market anyway are getting bought up by random <laughs> these Bitcoin mining. miners. It'd be interesting to see what. Comes from that. Hmm? Anyway, yes, I'm happy you can give me cookies. This computer's used just for streaming. Thank you. Cookies. Cookies. I want a cookie. Oh my god, look at these ads. I don't know where she is though. What? what do you mean? I just I just want to be able to full screen the page, man. Okay. So Instagram is to crack down on the UK influencers hidden advertising. So I found this interesting. This is okay. a bit more of a social media news story yeah. than tech. Um, but I social thought it was worth at least talking about. Tech. I guess social media is, techno is, is technology, but I don't know. Some people may dispute that. So Instagram are cracking down on social media influencers and celebrities who are posting ads without like saying that they're ads, right? Okay. Following an investigation from like Competition and Market Authority. They said on Friday that they had investigated the issue of hidden advertising and was concerned that Facebook's pre-owned platform Instagram was not doing enough to tackle the problem. In response, the Facebook Island, which operates the UK instance of Instagram, 
said it had committed to a package of measures, including prompting users to clearly disclose if a post had been paid for, and putting in place systems to spot posts for which this has not been done. Okay. Clear labelling of incentivised posts is required under UK consumer protection law, so people are not misled. Yeah. yeah. So basically, um, if you run an Instagram channel, uh, make sure you're disclosing if you get paid to put something out. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, we shouldn't have to say that. Like, it should be blatantly obvious, especially if you're in the UK or America where there's a legal requirement to do this. Mm. But, um, it, I mean, I've seen it before where people don't, like, it's clearly an ad and have not disclosed. Yeah. You're like, why would you post this if it wasn't an ad? Mm. Like, you wouldn't. Mm. Social Either media influences. Nope. Just right there, social media can be paid considerably amount by charging companies to promote products. Yeah. Posts that can be seen by their followers. Such is the money making potentially off the site influence who have built businesses from their profiles have been dubbed the insurance. Yeah. Male celebrities such as Dwayne Johnson, Kylie Jenner, Kim Kardashian can be paid eight hundred fifty thousand uh, to a million for a single post. According to research by Hopper Social Media Consultancy. Jamie Oliver and Gordon Ramsay rank 98th and 99th respectively by the company could make about 20,000 per endorsed post. A lot. I'd put a picture up for 20 grand. Would you? Wait, I actually might not. It depends what it is. Further proof that Instagram is big business came earlier this week when it emerged that Shara Baragni, I don't know what who that is. Uh, I don't know, it's Italy's most famous Insta star with 21 million followers. He's considering a stock market flotation in Milan to monetize the clothing to lifestyle brand she's built over the past decade. Based on the revenue of three businesses, the 33-year-old controls, her group could be valued at 80 million. Okay, that's, that's pretty cool. That's a lot of money. I've never heard of that, like, someone who's like an influencer Publicly trading the influence of companies. That's, that's like an influencer with a clothing label yeah. to sell their merch. Public, like putting that on the stock market. I've, oh, no. I don't know if there's ever a case of that happening. Like I've seen like places before, like do like. Put your that's money. That's that's like one to watch, actually. Yeah, and stuff. I'm I'm gonna keep this article link and, and look into that. That's that sounds very interesting. Yeah. See how that actually plays out. Sure. People could almost buy shares in her social media platform at that point because if it is a Damn. If it is like a merch business, right? Mm -hmm. People are buying it because they're fans of her. Yeah, they are, yeah. So you're almost buying a... You're almost betting on whether or not she'll get more or less popular. People, yeah. I'm pretty sure there's a Black Mirror episode about this. I was going to say on there, is this <laughs> Instagram's revenue are expected to rise 47% this year? Yeah. To like 13.9 billion. Yeah. And then 18.2 billion in 2021. Pretty crazy. It is. And it shows you like the list of like, you know, top ten people. It does, yeah. People. 
Anyway. Back to some more actual tech news. What is SMIC? China is catching up. SMIC Foundry is now able to produce 7 nanometer chips. Okay. So, SMIC chips are mostly on par with Global Foundry's, Samsung and TSMC's competing nodes. GoFlow? Do we they even have 7 nanometer? That's what I they say. Didn't think they'd publicly sold 7 nanometer, but okay. As far as scalability and power consumption is concerned, but the Chinese tech is still a step behind when it comes to performance. Next goal is to dethrone TSMC in regards to the Chinese chip orders. So they've lately been very focused on cutting the ties with the Western world, one of the domestic sides benefiting from the mass investment in IT and C sector. Chips ordered by Chinese cuts of mining make yeah, okay, yeah. So they're they're selling stuff to Miners. Okay. <laughs> when it comes to improvements over 12 nanometer, SMIC states that the new N plus one process can offer 20% boosted performance in clock. I mean, the problem with this is mm-hmm. like, again, if the point of the trade war, right? Yeah. Is to slow China down. Mm-hmm. Like, there's only. What does forcing them to fab up all their own facilities do? Like, they're just going to overtake you. Yeah, they will. Yeah. They're already... Obviously, TSMC's a long way from being dethroned. Yeah. If they make something 20% faster at 7 nanometer than... What's up? You're, like, giggling. Yeah, I'm getting notifications. Why? I get notifications. For what? What's that? Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, if if they're like 20% faster at 7 nanometer than TSMC, Hmm? I mean, TSMC's already got 5 nanometer working. They've got 3 nanometer and 2. I don't really really know who SMIC are. It's like the Chinese. Is it TMSC? No. 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 So confused. Taiwan, I think it is. Okay. The different countries. Okay. But saying, what's the difference between like Ireland and England? The accent. Nope, the different countries. The accent's different. What's the difference between Spain and France? The the uh the language. Sure, I'm <laughs> sure that's also the okay. same thing. For the... Wait, so okay. were they were they making twelve nanometer mode beforehand? Yeah, they've already got. They've already nanometer. they're already at twelve nanometer. Like okay. Like everyone on the planet's at twelve nanometer. Sure. Like it's such, it's such an old node at this point. Okay. Well, the news is that they're now hitting seven nanometer, and they're able to actually produce and sell them. Oh, which is very interesting. Yeah. Because frankly, it doesn't need to be. It doesn't need to like outperform TSMC. No. As they say, in terms of scalability and power consumption, as long as they're at the same level, Mm -hmm. because you're not, such as someone like Huawei, Mm -hmm. if they was looking at a Chinese version, a Chinese place to get their Kirin chips fabricated, sure, they don't 
care about pushing the mobile chips to like five gigahertz like TSMC are trying to do for AMD. No. They don't care about that. No. That it's going to be very, very low clocks, low power. Sure. And as long as it's the same power usage, mm. frankly, they could ditch TSMC and just fabricate them in China, then sell them globally. Okay. And not need any products shipped in from America. Mm-hmm. It's very, it's, it's interesting. Obviously, like, AMD aren't going to be using them to fabricate the chips anytime soon because they're just not leading edge. But for a lot of the use cases that I think China are struggling with right now because mm-hmm. of the trade war, I think it, it, they don't need that. No. They don't need the bleeding edge. Mm-hmm. They just need it to be no more, uh, no less power efficient. Sure. Which is what they're saying they've got. Mm-hmm. They're saying, like, they can run at the same speed, they can use the same amount of power. They just can't clock up as high. Okay. So they, they just won't be able to go as quite as fast sure. as TSMC's variant. Okay. Very interesting, that. That's one to keep an eye on. And uh, I, I, if they continue to improve like this, I very much expect to see, unless, the, unless America has a vastly different stance very quickly, I expect to see uh, Huawei like Xiaomi, like like our phone manufacturer, mm-hmm. I'd say I would see a lot of them say, "All right, well, we're using chips from internal now." Sure. Like buy TSMC, mm. not taking the risk of you, America going. Sorry, you can't work with us anymore. Yeah, well, that's what's going to end up happening. Right so I don't know. Seems like the exact opposite of what like the whole point of the ban was. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if it's just gone on so long now or they just don't feel like they can come out of it just reverse it maybe very much oh yeah let's talk about this (laughs) Um, you know our feelings about the COVID-19 app if you've been here before I think it's pretty ridiculous and not just, I should probably clarify my thoughts on that. Yeah, please do. There's so many people that have been told not to use it. Um, I know we can't use it in a work in our work environment. Like police officers can't use it. Mm-hmm. Like a, a lot of like construction people are, are told not to use it. Yeah. And all, there's so many people told not to use it mm-hmm. that it's just not really providing much value anymore. Yeah. At least for me, I don't see it. I don't see it as providing like any actual meaningful data. Mm. Like if I go somewhere like the pub, right? Yeah. There's I, I don't use the contact tracing app. You sign in, and if someone has COVID, they like they ring you and let you know. Yeah. Uh, if I'm in the workplace, they have their own control measure for tracking COVID. Mm. If you're in a supermarket, you shouldn't be within two meters of somebody anyway, no, but you should have a mask on and stuff, and everyone should have a mask on, so there shouldn't really be much risk there. Well, that, and obviously, most people do online shopping now anyway. And we do online shopping anyway, so there's, only go out there's like already a control in place 
wherever I go. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't understand the need for this. Hmm. The only people that it's going to hit are the people who don't care anyway. Hmm. And they're just going out doing everything they'd usually do. Mm-hmm. But like, why would those people have the COVID app? They wouldn't. That's the thing. <laughs> that's the problem. Mm. Okay. Let's read anyway, so apparently there's been a lot of uh, wrong alerts going out. Uh, yeah, I think I saw that when I was looking at the app yesterday. Yeah. My phone, if you remember rightly. Users of the contract tracing app in England and Wales have reported receiving a large amount of incorrect details telling them the risk levels in their area have changed. After what Sky <laughs> understands was a mistake by the devs. Uh, one expert told Sky News he believed that as many as 4 million people could have been sent incorrect updates by what they described as a cut finger error. Cut finger error. <laughs> so they just like, like hit the button and hit the wrong button. Uh, I don't understand how people do that, but like, it's just ridiculous. same time. Problem was noticed by some of the app's 16 million users on Friday evening who complained on Twitter that the risk level for their area had changed in ways that contradicted the government guidelines. Yeah. Several users in Liverpool, the first city in the country to be put into the toughest tier three restrictions for very high risk area, mm. said that had apps had not sent them the alert. It had sent them incorrectly, telling them that they were being downgraded from very virus to high. Okay. Users in Sheffield, Nottingham and Midlands said they had been sent notification telling them their risk alert had been downgraded to medium. Okay. Um, we live in Walsall and it is classified as high. Why have we received it down medium? This is very confusing. Yeah. Oh yeah. This is the overall message from the entire the entire of the government guidelines around this. Hmm? It's so confusing. Yeah, actually like, it, is, to be fair. Within a week it changed for us. I said that to you. I said, well, at one point Obviously it was not gonna like... say where we are, but like we had we, within a month, we've had about four or five different, different changes. changes to the guidelines. Mm. And there's no one clear path that tells us what we can do now. And what we can't do. Like we're, we're literally somewhat paranoid of just going out and getting fined because we don't know which rules are correct. And it's stuff like this, which has been happening all over the world. All over no, the UK. All over the UK. UK and Scotland, I think it is, isn't it? Well, there's these people reporting information that's wrong, whether it be from the, the app or from television or from websites that are just up. It's an article from a week ago, so you assume it's right, and it's, like, already changed. Yeah. Like, there's well, nowhere that's, that's to go. I'm like, I'm like to you, I'm like to you, like, obviously, we're classed as a high-risk area. Yeah, we but are. before that, we were classed as a very high risk area before they had the weird like new yeah, tier we, levels. We went from medium to very high to like high. So it's very <laughs> within confusing. about a week like, and about a week like, and a half. You need some more like guidance on yeah on everything. I think it's because it's so. It's that and everything changes so, so quickly because such a small area can be so different to somewhere else. Yeah, it's very hard to like figure out what. Like your specific postcode rules are. Yeah. If they said like all the northwest, and then all the northeast, mm-hmm. then all the southwest and south southeast. Like it's if they said like a, a whole big southwest. area, like these are the rules for that corner, that part of the country, or this is that that entire county's rules. Yeah. 
like everyone in like what Nottinghamshire or Lancashire or like Cheshire or like this these are the rules for your area. Yeah. If they if they came out with rules like that, it'd be a bit more easy to track. Yeah, it would be, they yeah. Said, this is this is in effect from now till now. We will give you an update like a week date. before. Like there's none of that. It's just like all right, this is the rule now. Uh deal with it. Yeah. Okay, how long does that last for? Uh, when does it come into effect? Well, I mean, I have seen some stuff like that. Like, this is the effect. This is effect. Yeah, from they give a starting Tuesday. date, but they don't give a. Well, how long is this for? And oh no, I know. Like, Same as like people were saying, oh, when the schools break up, that the yeah, we're gonna go back into like a lockdown. Yeah, and Same everyone that. said that, and that didn't happen. I mean, schools haven't broken up yet. Anyway, they break up. Depends where you are, right? Depends where you are. Some of them are broken up now and some of them don't break up till next week. Some of them probably already broken up. Yeah. But I don't know how it works because it depends on the area you live in. Yeah. It was so much... It was hard to follow when it was the entire country in lockdown. Yeah. But it was so much easier than this. It's just a mess. Yeah, yeah. I I get what you're saying. Anyway, let's get a little bit away from uh, talking about the old coronavirus because that's a, really, a little bit depressing. Mm-hmm. Blockchain could soon make it impossible to sell a stolen Rolex watch. Why would you want to steal a Rolex anyway? My <laughs> oh, darn it. It's really planning on stealing a bunch of Rolex watches. No, it wasn't. Um, the authentication process for watches is pretty archaic. It's pretty archaic for almost everything, guys. Still done using warranty cards and paper certificates. Blockchain will transform the nature of watch ownership. So I'm pretty sure, like, warranty cards and paper certificates describes almost all, like, ownership systems. Not many places have actually got blockchain-backed products yet. So for a global business worth around $17 driven by increasing sophisticated online platforms, the secondary or pre-owned watch market is constrained by a singularity analog factor. The authentication of watches dealers still rely on traditional warranty cards and paper certificates issued by the manufacturer. Given the counterfeits can now clone super fake watches with such sophistication that even experts get duped, trusting mere paperwork for authenticity is increasingly dubious. So they're going to look towards using blockchain as a solution. So I assume they'll give them a a key and like so they can check it on the. a blockchain to make sure it's actually a valid product. Okay. This is a... I've seen, like, ICOs and stuff talking about this kind of stuff before. Mm. It's not a particularly new idea. I, I saw it back in 2017. People were talking about doing this kind of thing. Oh, okay. Sure. Um, but they just never really took off. Yeah. Because I don't think people really understood what blockchain was. I don't really understand what it is, to be honest with you. It's basically having a... Basically, imagine having an Excel spreadsheet mm-hmm. and then giving it to a thousand people. Sure. If you change your Excel spreadsheet, yeah, there's a thousand other people with a copy of it and they'll mm-hmm. all say, no, that's not right. Sure. That's basically what blockchain is. Okay. So if you, if you make a change, it updates to, like, it'll update to everyone as long as you've got the right key and it'll tell everyone that you've changed it. Okay. And then if anybody else tries to change it, they all everybody else says no. Okay. Sure. So it's basically 
Yeah, it's basically a database like Excel, but mm-hmm. spread across everywhere thousands of computers. Okay. So it's a way of having, say if you use Google Docs, right? Mm. Only you can log into your account and change that. Yeah. There's, for that to work, you have to trust Google won't change it. Mm. And Google won't trust any, like let anybody else change it. Yeah. But that's a, that's a, a trust-based setup you've got. Okay. Just like your bank, right? If you if you look at it from crypto in the more traditional finance sense, mm-hmm. if you pay for something through PayPal, you've got a yeah. username and password that you use to log in, and you yeah. trust PayPal will only let you make transactions. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Whereas the blockchain variant is quoted as a trustless system. Oh, trustless. Yeah, so you don't need to have any trust in another person. Okay. There's no trust in another company it just it it will only do it when you put your key in okay or if somebody else gets your key sure there's there's no human beings between you and sending it to the other person okay that's what that's the point oh, okay. but nobody can change it <laughs> sure the Why possibility like of implementing Additional services is and in Feb, the largest independent watchmaker announced the launch of the first brand newest watch. Well, I don't really care about talking about specific brands of watches, but yeah, it's interesting to see that they are now like still thinking about doing this. Mm. I mean, it's been years and they've still not got there. Yeah, but they're doing it. They're getting there. Let's hop back over to Sky News and then we'll finish off with a... Uh, Let me highlight this and click go. So, more than one vaccine will be available early 2021, says scientists. I assume we're talking about COVID-19 again. That's what it says, yeah. Coronavirus. Christmas will be tough this year, but the UK is in a good position with a portfolio of vaccines. Is it? Apparently. More than one coronavirus vaccine will be available in three to six months. Who sits on the stage committee says, I think the first quarter of next year we'll have vaccines more than one. It's unlikely the jabs will be administered before Christmas, though. Mm. Not normal Christmas for everybody. Great. He's expecting data on vaccines by November, December time. So that's like... Providing they can make enough, because mm. obviously, a lot of getting one tested and mm. approved is a lot different from making enough to give to every Everybody. man and woman and child in England, yeah, and the rest of the world mm. as well as that. It was yeah, he's reportedly hoping to make hundred million doses available this year. Forty million of which are destined for the UK and is planning to produce one point two billion jobs over twenty twenty one. Speaking, said the UK is in an extraordinarily strong position and the vaccine task force has done an extraordinary job. A number of different vaccines available across a range of different approaches. Okay. Cool. Mm. 
yeah, that was like all the news for that, to be quite honest. Mm. Sure. I just wanted to uh, touch on it and say, you know, we, we have got vaccines coming up. Uh, we just need to hang in there till early to mid next year, unfortunately. Ages away. It literally ages away. <laughs> so, Among Us is now not just blowing up all over Twitch, it's now dominating all of mobile gaming. Um, I think this is our last news article for today. It is. It was the top game on the App Store and Google Play Store in Q3, which is not surprising, honestly. What does Q3 mean? What, third quarter of the year. Okay. Obviously, there's four quarters because there's four, yeah. three okay. months, sections I'm just checking, I'll just, yeah. Among Us has been one of the biggest games of the year. Thanks to new data from Senior Tower, we have just an idea of just how huge it has become. Uh, very huge. Uh, we'll be looking Probably past 100 million downloads in just Q3. Significantly eclipsing more than 68 million downloads for the highest downloaded game. <laughs> no, it's overtaken my talking Tom. <laughs> Damn it. This is it. Seems likely the game will continue to be massively popular for the next little while. As I write this, I still it's still at the top, top of the app store. and Play Store. And on PC, where it costs four ninety nine, it's currently the fourth most played game on Steam. Jesus, that's. It decent. shows you like. Sitting <laughs> below, CS:GO, Dota, and PUBG, so like the biggest games in the world. Mm. Jesus, Among that's Us crazy. has been hit on Twitch up to a full six fifty percent in hours. What? From July to August. Developer Inner Sloth has cancelled the yeah, they've cancelled the sequel now. So they're just gonna work on their original. He's gonna update the original issue. Shim so, yes. And it also says Discord seen a huge spike from this as well, which I find quite funny. Yeah. Anyway, shall we shall we go back to just chatting? That's the news of the week, anyway. There wasn't, like, a huge amount this week. No. Um, so I've just run through it fairly quickly. 